We kick off our number two of the program. It's brought to you by the Knoxville TV Employees Credit Union. Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com. Tennessee, 78% chance. That seems Texas. really high. Yeah. The numbers love the Vols, Chris. We're second in the country. Kimpom have been all year. Never really budged. Texas is pretty balanced. 13th best team in offensive efficiency, 27th on the defensive end. Uh, not a particularly fast team. Not necessarily slow either, though. And uh, lots of green in their categories. 29% from the floor. Uh, kind of average in turnover. They they turn teams over pretty well. They're 22nd in forced turnovers. They are 13th in the country in two-point percentage. 196 from three, though. So uh, they're going to try and score at the rim. Are you saying this is going to be a Plovzic game? I don't know. That's what you're saying. Hopefully it's better played than last year's game. <laughs> I mean, their guards are the, the catalyst, according to this. Marcus Carr, Tyrese Hunter. They have, uh, Timmy Allen is Tim Allen? Four. Yeah, Tim Allen. Six foot six, 210 pounds senior oh, playing the four. Oh, oh. oh yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. But we'll break it all down tomorrow. We're still enjoying that big Georgia victory, you know. You don't want to snap and clear too early. Yeah, I'm I'm still celebrating. Yeah. Just on cloud nine. Some games get a 12-hour rule. This one's definitely 24. This one got a 12-minute rule from about 12 minutes left until yeah. the horn went off. Um. I mean, this is this is like a real season now. Texas, Florida, Auburn, Vanderbilt, Missouri, Alabama, Kentucky. No, a lot of people said that yesterday. Like the season starts Saturday. Yeah, it'll kind of be good, you know. Does kinda it feel like it. we're ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay. I mean, I think so. Just asking. I mean, I don't know how you could really play any better defense. I they're, don't. They're locked in, Cress. I'm locked in. You can't play better defense than they played last night from a scoreboard standpoint. Sure. I mean, maybe that defense holds Texas to 60, which is would be great. Or 65 even, you might still win. 70 maybe. I mean, Georgia has scored. This is this is a good stat for you, Nate. You ready for this? I'm ready. Georgia has scored over 70 in every one of their losses until last night. Hmm. Think about that. Now, they've won games without scoring 70. Yeah. But in every loss they had up until last night, they had scored at least 71 points. Wow. Uh, And I'm fairly certain, yeah, that was easily their largest margin of defeat on the season. By by more than double, it looks like. Uh, I'm trying to see. They lost by 14 to Kentucky. They lost by 29 last night. I mean, it was a systematic destruction of Georgia basketball. 
Systematic destruction. I like that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just kind of came to me. One point a minute. <laughs> one point oh one eight <laughs> nine. I mean, really wish that last one wouldn't have gone in. That would have been great. So, Nate, you mentioned it before the show, just talking about the SEC in general, how bad the conference is at shooting. And I like there are a lot of defensive juggernauts in the conference i guess maybe well we're the juggernaut like even teams like mississippi state not that good but they play good defense the sec three-point field goal percentage is 32nd out of 32 teams in the country by conference in three-point field goal percentage and two-point field goal percentage 26 out of 32 the conference struggles to score the basketball at an efficient rate. Wait, so the SEC, there's 32 conferences in college basketball. And the SEC, as a conference, shoots it dead last from three. Yep. As a conference, we are shooting 31.1%. And the conference ranks where from two? 26 out of 32. It's just great defense, man. Yeah, where does the conference rank defensively? Is it, gr- is, is it great defense, or is it just we need to not have a lot of offensive skill in the SEC? Well, you can't really, rank, you can't really rank defense because you're playing yourself. You right. Know, that's, that's why you can only really look at and we got is two, the ball going uh, to the basket. What, top four teams in the country? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, star, I mean, they're star talent in the conference on offense. Mm-hmm. But, the, I mean, some of the – like, the only real – Litmus test for Tennessee. I mean, the biggest one was Kansas, and you shut them down. I mean, I mean the defense locked, travels. Locked them down. Yeah. And somehow we were actually hot from three that night. So, I mean, we won that game by what, 15? Yeah. And never really no, it was, in question. It, no, it was we got up and cozy. then just kind of co- coasted along with it. I just saw the, uh, the Rocky Top Rowdies chant sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Might need to update that thing a little bit. Yeah. Or just don't do this ever again. The chant sheet for Saturday? It was before the Georgia game. Oh, it was for the Georgia game? It's so all the students know like what to say and when to say it. Oh, yeah, let's hear some of them. Rattle, rattle them off. Let's do it. You got to channel them, though, Crest. Yeah, let's go. Channel them. Do, do, I need to clap for you. Certain. I'm not doing this. It's one thing if you're at... Dun, what was dun, that? Dun, dun. Dun, 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 I sang Kenny yeah. Chesney yesterday. You tried. You you you, you attempted. You howled, Kenny Chesney. <laughs> all right, on defense. Let's, all right, we're on defense. Number one. Okay. Narrate the play. Describe what is happening with the ball. Dribble, dribble, pass. Dribble, dribble, pass. Shoot. Dribble. Yeah. So if they first of all, it's bounce. Second, I agree. like, yeah. yeah. But if no, they, this is a bounce. great chant. Bounce. If you do it right. No, if they have the ball, it's dribble, dribble. Dribble, 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 pass, dribble, 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 yeah. shoot. Yeah. It's bounced, though. It's not dribble. Who wrote this up? We always said boing. Yeah, boing, boing works, too. That, uh, that would be good if everybody did it. No, it is it is good. Okay. When, you, you like, like the Cameron Crazies do it. Soccer. You like that? I don't like the word dribble. That's like Butch Jones, Rocky, top. Clap, clap, clap. Well, you'll love the next one. It's defense. Defense. Do you have to put that on the sheet, really? Apparently you do. <laughs> okay. Apparently that has to be on the sheet. Right, so that, was people, the, that was the first chant ever invented. Right you don't there. want to get people confused. Okay. Uh, n- number three, the leader says, how tough is he? 
the crowd, you say too tough, too tough. Oh that that just take that one and burn it. Yeah, How that, tough is he? Too tough, too tough. That's no. Good. That doesn't get you fired up. That doesn't get you get you going. That reminds me of one the one of the uh, one of the parents used to yell in middle school basketball. It was like leap. It was at the at the tip ball at the jump ball to start the game. Leap, leap, leap. Get up off your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the chant, it says "Make noise" with two exclamation marks. Okay. Uh, chant so on the two tough one. We're making noise. Yes. Okay. Chant number four. All right. Section one twenty nine. Orange. Section one thirteen. White. Those are the two behind the backboard. Orange. Why? You do that three times. No more. Orange. Uh, chant. Ah. Chant number five. Section one twenty nine. Chance, let's get fired up. Section 113. Chance, we are fired up. Oh, that one's bad, too. Let's get fired up. We are fired up. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. All right, now for fouls and turnovers, there's another four chance. Okay. For fouls and turnovers, it's you can't do that. Clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. You can't do that. I mean, that's common. It's lame. Yeah. You don't like that one? No. Okay. Number two. When I say orange, you say white. Oh, now, okay, another, all right, spin up remix, orange yeah. and white remix. When I say go, you say vols. Ah, okay, all right. Uh, Hickman, yeah. are you getting fired up? You ready no for pump. Texas? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three. I said it's great to be a Tennessee Vol. Oh, okay. okay. Now here's a good one. This is this is important, and I'm really glad that they like spell this out, because um, I think a lot of people get confused on this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm real. I really am glad that they, they oh, put really? this. Okay. Yeah, I am You're glad that they're serious. Yeah, definitely serious. When a player shoots an air ball, everyone just say air ball over and over again until they make a shot. Or he passes the ball. And that gets confusing because you don't want to continue to cheer it when you have the ball right? or that guy has yeah. passed it to someone else. So the fact that they <laughs> have could, to spell that out. You know, and, and that's what you there say. There might be a lot of Johnny-come-latelys to this basketball team. You uh, got, sure. you know, they might oh. not know, understand basketball. Well, and some people hear it and they think, it's, and they think they're saying hairball. Oh. Like, yeah, they start no, nobody who even remotely knows anything. <laughs> About basketball, but I'm just—I just think they saying hairball. Hairball. I'm sure that's been said at some point, on some planet somewhere. In parentheses, until he shoots it, passes it, or makes a shot. Like I said, I'm just glad that they put that on there. It get that—that's a very confusing I one. The chant sheet was like the new originals we have just for this team because they have this guy with the last name of this or that guy with the last name of that. Yeah, but no, this is just. I could come maybe, up like, with a better uh, chant maybe, sheet. Maybe Danny White's off-season project could be to study other great student, student sections. sections and maybe bring the leader of our student section in for next season. Be like, all right, I got I got some fresh ideas for you guys. I think having a a leader of the student section is a really dumb idea. 
Oh, really? I don't like that. You're talking to a former leader of a student section for Northview Academy don't, High School Don't you football. have to have a leader to, like, Why? to coordinate If you do not have stuff? a leader, at least at high school, it goes to hell. Like, how do you know whether Yeah, how would they know when to say airball? It's a really good point. How, how do you know when you're doing the, you know, the boing, that what the Isn't that what the cheerleaders are for? Like, aren't no. they? No. I don't know. What does Duke do? Just copy them and then put our own. Duke spin doesn't on have it. a guy that stands in front of the Cameron Crazies, do they? I'm. They have to have. They have a million chance. They have to know which one they're doing. I mean, they need to incorporate some jokes about Chris Beard in there this week. Well, yeah, Hickman. That's what they should dude, do. Like when I was in high school, we Northview played a football Hickman team that up. apparently all the guys were using steroids, so. We uh, we would chant Needle Freaks and Tiny Johnson. <laughs> you got to get really creative with it. That's very creative. It is. Did you come up with that yourself? Hell yeah, I did. Yep. I always like to boo that man for the uh, referees and make a bad call. Just like boo that man. I always liked it when you just chant uh, bull then, bull bleep. Well, there's that too, and then or ref you suck. And then eventually, I'm so done with the. <gasps> when they'd make a good call, they'd be like, they'd be "Like praise that man!" Everybody, like, if anybody is it. listening that can do this for this weekend, anybody from the Rocky Top Rowdies, bring the newspapers back this weekend for the starting lineup. Those like were the, great. You like the newspapers, yes. starting lineup. Yep. Oh, th- I mean that was fun. that was my day. Like you get them and you look backwards, and then when they chant, when they introduce a player on the other team, everyone turns around and yells, "Sucks!" Mm. And then it was like, "Oh, well, that's you face t- forward, and you can have the paper up, and then you just drop it down." And yeah. It sucks, yeah. And then- that's what we did in college, and then when the and then, and then it's our turn, turn you bunch them like, up and yeah, toss them around. Throw around. Yeah, and then it was bam, boom, bam, bam, boom, bam. That was the Bulls intro, best I could do. That's tough. That's a tough one to hum or sing. You know, it's so kind of no, yeah, discoy. Mm-hmm. Had like an echo and a reverb on the guitar or whatever. It's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, our gym was tiny. It was more like high school, but, you know, the basketball is better. So, like, everybody could hear everything. This one guy came out one time with his pants on backwards. Ooh. He just, the whole first half, we killed that guy. And then he came out in the second half and had him fixed. And we're like, ah, we got you. It made it worse, you know. He should have just kept him backwards. I almost got kicked out of a girl's soccer game in high school for telling a girl she had her her shorts on backwards. Were they on backwards? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. And so then they called us to the office. Uh, well, I mean, like we let her have it. Like we weren't mean. We were just like your shorts. I mean, the whole the whole game, the whole first you got half. Call the office for that. There was like eight of us, and yeah. we're just screaming at this girl that her shorts are on backwards. Uh-huh. I mean, there's nothing she can do. She has to play the whole half. Yeah. She can't go to yeah. the sidelines and just flip them. You know, right? So then Monday we all get called to the office, and uh, the principal, our principal switched right before my senior, and I cannot remember her name. She was a very nice lady. Knipe? No, Knipe was the one before her, this one. I want to say Jennings was her name. Uh, Barbara. Was it Barbara Jennings? Or Jenkins. Jenkins. It was Jenkins, yeah. It was Jenkins. Great lady. And she said, guys, for every soccer game you go to and don't get in trouble, we'll call you out a second period once a week and you can come have a pizza party in my office. Never got in trouble again at a soccer game. And I got to miss English every Wednesday. That's the weirdest thing. So this is the reason you're the way you are. I get it now. All right, we'll come back with more. She rewarded bad behavior.
Hour two continues from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Fan Run Radio. Pick up some White Claw Hard Seltzer. To the Big Orange Philly phone lines will go 865-546-8200 if you want to weigh in. Go check out Big Orange Phillies as well in halls. Lunch, dinner, they got you covered. Uh, first, we got Roberto on the horn. What's up, Roberto? You're on three and out. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, Houston, you cracked me up with your uh, tales of Houston at Bearden High School getting kicked out of girls' soccer games. Uh, nope, never got kicked out. Uh, got reprimanded a couple times. Me. Okay, yeah. I was actually. I still. I believe I hold the record at the at the Christian Academy of Knoxville for games kicked out of by a singular student. Uh, we were just ruthless. You wouldn't think it from a private Christian school, but we were pretty awful. The uh, the directors of creative cheering, the DOCC, and to this day, our school still has a underground DOCC movement. How how fun is that? Twenty years, thirty years later, isn't that great? The way it should be. Uh, starting legacies of making fun of other people. Wonderful stuff. Uh, guys, last night, I looked up in the fourth quarter. Tennessee didn't have a single double-digit score and was leading by 29 points at one point. Just a balanced attack. Just this team, man. You never know where it's coming from. I'm not even kidding you, Berta. I'm looking at the Kimpom right now. I didn't even notice this until you said that. <laughs> Somehow, based on the numbers now, Zakai Ziegler, Julian Phillips, Kamwa, Plavsic, and James are all considered significant contributors. We have five guys in the top little category, which is crazy. Usually there's it like never two happened. dudes there, and then you know three in the next spot. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of this team, you know. We've, we've ridden them pretty hard, uh, and we should, you know, the last couple of years, because that's what fans do, right? Uh, Rick Barnes is making a ton of money. Everybody's making a ton of money over there now. The plumber got him some, got him some extra dough. He deserves every penny of it. Um, he does. Do you, do you disagree? He deserves every penny of that. Danny White got to two point two million yesterday. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, we talked about it. Okay, I must have missed that. I'm sorry. Um, I you know I'm just everything seems to be going so well. You know, a Tennessee fan, batter ball syndrome. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. Um, but how do you beat a team like we beat them last? By the way, the 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 two with one point one seconds to go. How how pissed were you? I was were pretty. I was bad. I, I I really okay, wanted them under forty. Me. Okay, that would yes. Okay, good. So it wasn't just me. Well, I was um, mad because I asked the question. There was nine nine minutes and change to go, and I was like, "Are they going to get to 40? And then at that point, I'm like, oh, yeah, they probably will. Late game, we'll sub in. And then it got really close, and I'm like, no, no. If we can do-. And then they oh, they hit that runner. It's like, it. You could tell the crowd was just, like, a lot of people, I think, stayed just to see if we could keep them under 40. That was, like, the loudest groans of the night was when they finally hit that last shot. Was that Roberts that scored that? Or- no, I have no idea. Well, the reason I ask is I think that was what would have put him in the double digits. It would have been pretty cool to have nobody scoring double digits either. I can't remember the exact line he had. but It was Roberts. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Hang on. That was the end of the first half. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was probably him. He's the only guy that scored it was, a couple figures. It was Matthew Alexander Moncrief. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, George is right where they're supposed to be in basketball. 
Um, they're they're abysmal. I thought they were going to give us a game. I really did. They're they're terrible. Um, little Mikey White. He's he's butt. Um, does he regret? Does he regret uh, when he was at Law Tech? Was over ten years ago now? Treating Tennessee like crap. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, he's got a huge buyout and he's sitting on a bucket of cash somewhere. Yeah. But he didn't even give us the time of day during that, right? He was just like, no, I'm not interested. I'm going to stay at Law Tech. Yeah, no, that's exactly how that went down. He's, he, from, from the people I talk to that have money, he essentially said, uh, Tennessee's not a big enough job for me to leave Law Tech. <laughs> okay. Oops. Okay, there, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, and now what's his? Does he have? Does he have a? He has two wins against Tennessee, maybe two. Ooh. In his career. It, it doesn't matter. I'm not here to bash him because he's he's worthless. Yeah, he's exactly where he should be. Somewhere they don't care about basketball at all. Um. Well, I, I was just exceedingly pleased with the defensive performance. Guys, can we carry this? Are we burning ourselves out on the defensive end? That's now I'm starting to get worried that we're burning ourselves out and it won't travel the way we think it will in the tournament. Well, I think I, I'd be a little more worried that the SEC is just really down. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think. I think it's a both thing. I think we play good defense, and I think we've played a lot of bad teams, and so the, like I don't think our defense is going to be this insanely good when you're playing good offensive teams in the tournament, but. I do think it'll be good enough to make those games really close when you play really mm-hmm. good teams, and I mean that's really all you can ask for. We got to keep working to get better on offense. I feel like. Now, Nate, you've coached a lot of basketball in your day. Here's here's the other question, because I heard you say the SEC's down. What league isn't down? The ACC is abysmal. ACC is the worst I, they've been in my lifetime. Well, I was just specifically really talking bad. about the shooting stats that that. Uh, oh, oh I misunderstood. Said. I yeah, thought so, you were talking about like the league as a whole. Well, so there's 32 conferences in college basketball. The SEC is 32nd in three point shooting percentage. They're in the 20s and two. Because everybody has to play Tennessee, baby. Positive <laughs> mental attitude. <laughs> uh, no, I. Yeah, wow. I didn't realize it was that bad, Nate. So is it? I mean, and maybe I'll leave you guys with this question. Is there a dominant league in college basketball? Because the Big Ten is not great. The Big 12 is okay. The SEC has the two highest-ranked teams, uh, I mean, as, as a league is concerned. Uh, Gonzaga's not any good. You know, there's not the dominant mid-major out there. Uh, I guess I guess you would consider Houston the dominant mid-major this year. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I, they look very beatable. I, they're very good, but Kelvin Sampson also has a tendency to not be great uh, at times. So I, I don't know. Can you just give me a, a grand synopsis of what your view of college basketball is right now on the whole, and then is there one league that pops out to you, maybe even a mid-major, that's better than you thought? Take care, guys. Big 12 is the best conference in college basketball last night. They were talking that they're probably going to get every team in the conference in the tournament except for Texas Tech. Okay, um, well then call it right now. Are they going to win the Big 12 SEC Challenge? Let me look at the matchups and I'll get back to well, you. Well, I'm just if they're the best conference. I would, Kim, I would Kim say, Palm yeah. has, the, has the Big 12 as the best conference by a pretty wide margin. Um, then the Big 10 next. Then the Big East is third. But the SEC and Big East are almost identical. 
uh, and the and the SEC is uh, is next, and then there's another pretty big drop down to the Pac-12, and then the ACC. Like Roberta's right, they're I mean they're way down compared to usually that's one of the better basketball conferences. Then you got the Mountain West, AAC, and it goes on from there. Gonzaga's conference is ninth, West Coast conference. Did you just buck up at me? Because I asked a question. You said. I just said, call your shot. Does do yeah, they win? You, you acted like, oh, well, there's no way the Big 12's better. I didn't than the say that. Series. I just said, who do, who wins? Uh, let's see. Alabama beats Oklahoma. I think Baylor beats Arkansas. Auburn beats West Virginia. Kansas State beats Florida. Kansas beats Kentucky. Uh, Texas Tech. You think Kansas beats Kentucky? Yeah, they, I think they get it back on track. I think Texas Tech beats LSU, but that, that game's gonna be awful. <laughs> Is Texas Tech? They're pretty good, aren't they? No, they're bad. They're, they're going to be the, the only, only team in the conference. The yeah. Oh, that's the oh. <laughs> well, Old Miss at Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State. Yeah. TCU at Mississippi State. Give me TCU. Mississippi State, State looked good last night. Iowa State at Missouri. Give me Iowa State. And then, I don't know, give me Tennessee over Texas as I'm thinking about it right now. But ultimately, if we're being honest, that's probably going to come down to the wire and be a coin flip. So what did you just pick? Let's see. One... Did you know Tennessee, while well, he counts that up, is second in in conference office offensive efficiency? Behind Alabama? Mm-hmm. Where's, where's Alabama on defense? Second. <laughs> on Tennessee. So this is 1-2-1-2. One, two, one, two. Yep. But they got to come to our place. That's a good point. I have the Big 12 win in five of those games. Wow. Well. 50-50. Yeah, good job. Wow. Yeah, there's 10 of them, considering there's okay. only 10 Big 12 teams. The, the Texas Tech – Texas actually give me six, I guess, because I wasn't including Texas Tech there. I think Texas Tech beats LSU, but that might be the worst game in college basketball on Saturday. Hmm. All right, we'll come back with more. Stick with us right here on 3 and Out. Right back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines we go. We got Philly on the horn next. What's up, Phil? You're on three now. Big Orange, Jim, well, that's quick. You got me on there quicker than three o'clock, Clarita. Yahoo! We aim to please. What do you say, Philly? Well, we won by what? 28, right? 29. I mean, good Lord. I mean, I didn't expect that even though Georgia's not the greatest team in the world. This team's pretty good at taking care of business, Philly, compared to some previous versions, don't you think? Well, they're playing, uh, what, 10, 10 people pretty uh, regularly now, aren't they? I mean. Yeah, you had 10, pl- 10 players last night with nine minutes or more. Um, Meshack had the nine. After that, Awaka got 12. Awaka had 10 points in 12 minutes. He was good last night. You had six players play 20 minutes or more. Well, they do play great defense. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Philly. Adam Finkelstein for 24-7 Sports wrote an article. What are you laughing at? I, I I, it's not, no, no, no. It's just funny. Like, Finkelstein. Okay. Well, he wrote an article this morning. Finkelsteinberger. I don't know. It's just funny. Three things to know about last night in college basketball. He led off with Tennessee's defense is elite and elite at a historical level. He mm. says, in other words, 
they defend the arc, they defend the rim, they contest everything, and they force turnovers at an absolutely elite level. Elite. Mm. Well, the key, uh, if Tennessee keeps getting this good post play the rest of the year, they'll be hard to beat. Uh, I, that's really the key. Uh, because I don't, I don't want to go out there and just swing a bunch of threes out there. Yeah, that's what they tried early in the game, right, Phil? They came out and started jacking threes, and then it was actually kind of strange. They brought in Eurosh. They they rotated through. They brought in Eurosh, and then just started feeding the post. And then it was like they realized, oh, wait, we have this. Then they started feeding Kumwa. Then they started getting it to Adu, and it, it was working. They came out with yeah. a, a game, one game plan was just to shoot threes. Did we miss our first five? five or six threes last night. Then they started going inside and working the ball around. I think it took us four minutes to get the ball in the paint. And then once they did it, it was game over. Yeah, and the opposing teams aren't going to double-team Euros at all. Uh Uh-uh. And Kamwa, you know, he's a head case. I mean, he either looks great or looks awful. Yeah. Got, Got the talent. But, yeah, it is kind of funny with Kamwa. Like you, you basically know after his first two shots if he's gonna have a a decent game or not. That's yeah, weird too. And, there shouldn't uh, be that much pressure on him. I mean, it's not like right. You know, everybody, this team, it can be a different guy on offense each night. It's fine. I wish Triple J had uh, if he could. I well, he's a senior now, but uh, he's never really developed a a post move since that follow-away shot. And about 10 feet away. Let's just call it what it is, Phil. Josiah Jordan James, not good at the rim. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. if he's going at it face up or back to the back. No, he had a drive last night. It was, I mean, he's left-handed. It was to the left. It was basically open. Mm-hmm. And it's. I don't know if he thought there was going to be contact or if he was trying to keep it away from a block that never came. But, he, I mean, he basically just missed a wide-open layup. What do you all think Tennessee's going to do in the – Recruiting, they they have what two scholarships after all these seniors leave. Will it be two? I don't. It's so tough now, man. With the transfer portal, I mean, who knows? Go back, go out, and get Drew Pember back here. He he dropped damn near fifty last night. Well, you know that rumor is out there. I'd bring him back. What? A- I mean, we need you need guys that can score. A six eleven guy who can Just, hit from anywhere on the floor. Like, why not? I mean, he's eighty percent less. Yeah, eighty percent from three. You think they'd Barnes would put him at the uh, three? Nope, nope. They'd shove him at the five and say, <laughs> "Defend the rim." <laughs> now, I think I think if you got him back, the only way you do is if you are assuring him that he will get to at least offensively play on the outside and. Mm-hmm. You know, play the game that he's been playing at UNC Asheville. Well, you know the the kid from Maine's a pretty good offensive player. I hope we don't ruin him. Yeah, he's what six ten. Yeah, good three point shooter. I think he's he's almost seven foot. Let's see what he's listed at. Yeah, listed at six eleven. He may be he may be seven foot. Uh, Cody Phillips is six ten. So. And he's looking pretty good at that Link Academy, and you know he's getting good coaching at that. Uh, yep. yep, At that place. Well, some Link next year. I mean, Ada will be back. So, well, some big guys down there. Guard the rim. Yeah, Ada's improved. If he keeps improving, by the time he's a senior, y'all be an all league player. And, and Ziegler's jump leaps and bounds in the last what six, seven games. 
He's a different. No, he started starting. Yeah, I mean, he's a different player now. Like it's his team. He's taking care of the ball. He started what now? Three games. Started Colorado. Got got reamed for it, and then he started the last two, and he's looked like maybe one of the best players in in the league. Hickman. Kim Palm all uh, all SEC right now. Let's see it against somebody good. That's all I ask. I'm a little concerned with Phillips going over seven though last night. Yeah, he didn't. He looked uninterested last night, which was weird. It's very inconsistent. We're going to need Phillips Saturday. Uh, Texas is uh, an athletic team. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of Alabama, they're probably the, the most athletic team we're going to have left on our schedule. Is he ever going to finish an alley-oop play? <laughs> it's like he gets nervous in the air or something. I, was, I said that same thing last night. I was like, that dude just cannot catch a ball in the air and finish it. <laughs> no. I think a lot of strength. He needs to get a lot stronger. Yeah, I don't he does. think he's a one-and-done, do you? I don't no. see it. No. No. He's not even... Mock drafts right now, anywhere. Well, what y'all think about Buck Pearl and me last night? I mean, they got down early and just never, never found a way to claw back in that game. And everyone's been really praising them on like all the SEC Now shows and mm-hmm. saying how how much they've improved and how they're really hitting their stride. And then I realize Texas A and M's a good team, mm-hmm. but that was especially at home. I mean, that's like their sacred ground of all oh, our new arena and it's so loud and cra-. I mean, crowd was good and. Like they, they just won, they just no showed. I think they'd won twenty eight home games in a row. Because our boy Ron Slade was down there, <laughs> giving them the bad luck. Well, Auburn's done like we have. Uh, now you get they're running into the better teams now, and uh, our real season starts Saturday. Yep, I mean season starts Saturday. It's it really is that simple. I mean, this is where our. I don't want to call it the home stretch, but this is like this will the next three weeks will kind of define where you end up on the seed line and where you're kind of ranked going into the postseason. We got two SEC games left. Uh, is that right? We have. Oh crap! I clicked off. Yeah, because yeah, seven and one. It's eighteen, so ten left. Well, what do you think Tennessee will do in the conference the rest of the way? Just I think you beat Auburn three. I think they'll drop two. I think eight and two. Nine and Six one. and two. Eight, 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 eight and two. Eight and two. Mm. Maybe nine and one. It's an eight and two, nine and one, seven and three in that order. Mm. Really? You got nine and one more likely than seven and three? I think so. Okay. Well, I think Kentucky is going to uh, probably loss, I'd say. Uh, Alabama. Uh, Alabama could go either way, I guess. And then one of the Auburn games. Yeah, that's what I was, I was wondering about. One of the Auburn games, yeah. And then, I mean. Uh, got A&M. You get Arkansas here. You got at A and M. Yep. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have a little revenge on their mind, I'm sure, from the SEC tournament last year. Yeah, they're not that good. They looked pretty damn think, good last uh, night on the road, Hickman. <laughs> you think Gary White uh, ate dinner with uh, Buzz White uh, when he came into town and talked about you know it's too bad you uh, been hanging around here over here and you might still be coaching, you know. Yeah, I was I was wondering about that last night. They were talking about it on VR. If we had hired Mikey White and he had been successful enough, we would have never been able to hire Danny White, right? Would they have been <laughs> like, oh, no, that's his brother. We can't do that. That's that's weird. Yep. So right. it might have been a blessing right. in disguise that he turned us down. Worked uh, out for us. Mm-hmm. Unanswered prayers, yeah. you know. Have y'all seen uh, Ron Slay on the ESPN and the SCN Network? Now he's doing a good job. 
I've I've seen him on the SEC in or not inside SEC now after games. I thought he did a great job. I did not get to see him on the call last night for the Auburn game. I was watching uh, Bama and Mississippi State, but it, everybody said he did a great job. And I, I I don't say this in a negative way. Like I think Tom Hart does such a good job as a lead. I feel like he he creates enough space for those guys, but also kind of guides and steers them into the topics that are going to be relevant to the conversation. I thought it, I mean. I think Tom Hart's really, really good, and I I've loved Ron Slay since he stepped on campus. That, he was one of my favorite players ever growing up. Did uh, Dane Bradshaw? I didn't hear, oh, see the TV call. Tuck, I saw it at the game last night. Did they? Did Dane Bradshaw like everybody wearing those twenty three jerseys last night? We didn't have Dane. We had Dave Neal and who was the other guy? John Sunvold. Yeah, John yeah. Sunvold. Yeah. I don't know what. Maybe Dane had the week off or something. That's yeah, why they picked up Slay. Well, yeah, that's but. Uh, it, uh, they were honoring Dane Bradshaw. Of course, Arnie Grunfeld wasn't the same number, but uh, that's interesting in itself. All right, guys, hang in there. You too, Philly. Thanks, man. Yeah, Bowden was 23. Hmm. Yeah. It's a great night. I, I mean, just I love the taking care of business this that this team has. If they we, – we'll get to see them take on better teams, a whole nother, like, level up. It's kind of like you had the, the pre-conference schedule. You had, like – Phase one, lay the groundwork, and now season starts Saturday. Come back, final segment, hour two next. Final segment, hour number two. Right back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines we go. Down to the Peach State. we got Jason in Georgia up next. What's up, buddy? You're on three and out. Hey, good morning, boys. How we doing? Good. Feeling good? Doing good. Trying to take care of some business like that basketball team last night. Yeah, they really laid it on the dogs, which was fantastic. It's just a beautiful thing to live in the state of Georgia when Tennessee runs one of their teams out of the gym awesome well with uh with the the team from up north coming into town tonight it just made me think about a story that i was told um i was working on a project with the lady and she said hey you're from tennessee right i said yes ma'am she said you're you're a big orange fan i said absolutely she said i got a story for you okay she said when i was in high school um down here in albany georgia she said, I was highly recruited. Uh, she said, Coach Summit rolled up to my house. And um, she said, I had eight brothers and sisters. We lived in government housing. Um, my mom stayed home, took care of the kids. My dad went to work every day, worked hard. <clears throat> and uh, she said, but when, when Coach Summit came in, she talked to me 10% about basketball, 90% about life. She said, the biggest mistake I made in my life was telling Coach Summit when she called me on the phone to ask me what my final decision was that I was going to go play at the University of Georgia. She said that was, yeah, I, I needed to stay close to home. It would have been the only way that my folks would have ever seen me play. And she said, I just, I just couldn't go all the way to Knoxville. And she said, Coach Summit told me, she said, you know, Kendrick, you're going to be amazing in life at whatever you put your hand to. you got a great family. And she said, I can't wait to watch your success. She said, fast forward to the end of my freshman year, the women's tournament was held 
here in Albany for years. And uh, she said, my, my mom told me and, and worked it out with Landers, the coach, said, uh, <clears throat> when y'all come to town, I want to cook for the team. And uh, so her parents just saved money, went to the couch, pulled pennies and dimes and nickels out and just scratched and clawed and got whatever they could together to cook for the team. At, at, at their house said you're coming to our town we want to host you so on the way down from athens landers tells her hey we're not going to your parents for dinner tonight i got at the gym we're going to get one extra practice in she said i was devastated knowing that what my folks had to do to to put everything together i mean they spent two days and got tables and chairs from, borrowed them from people just to host the team. And she said, I was devastated. We got to the hotel, checked in. I called my mom, said, Mom, I don't have long to talk. We're going to gym and play ball. We're not going to be able to come for dinner tonight. She said, and she said, I was just devastated. I hated practice that night and everything. She said, the next day, we had our normal practice at Westover High School. And, you know, all the teams were, were slotted, you know, to have each, each practice. And, uh, she goes, we have our practice. Then here come the Lady Vols walking in. And she said, uh, I'm changing out my, my shoes and putting on my street shoes. And she said, you know, Coach Summit walked over and said, Kendrick, how you doing, girl? You've had a you know great season. Uh, I've, I've just enjoyed following you. And uh, she said, Kendrick, do you know? She said, this is your town, right? Yeah. She said, do you know where we had dinner last night? And she said, no, Coach, where'd y'all eat? She said, we went to your mama's house. And had the best fried chicken I've ever had in my what? life. And she said, she said, what? She goes, your mom got in touch with me and said that y'all were going to have a practice. And she cooked all this food. And she said, well, you know what, Miss Kendrick? She goes, if it's all good and well, I'm going to bring the lady ball. She said, she drove the bus into government housing and took the team to my house and had dinner. And she said, that just spoke volumes to me as to who Pat Summit was as a, as a person and that, um, you know, my mother, the relationship she built with my family, regardless if I ever suited up in the orange and white, she said she was just an amazing person and built relationships with people. And uh, she said, I knew then that I made a humongous mistake <laughs> as to where I played my college basketball. But... Um, she said, I, I, I'll never forget that as long as I live. And she said, she winked at me and, and gave me a little side hug. And, uh, she said, Hey, I just want you to know, I'm really proud of you. And, um, I, she goes, that just, just blew me away. So, um, you know, as UConn rolls into town, I guarantee you, there's not too many stories like that about Gino or Emma. <laughs> it's so funny. You mentioned that. I just watched a, uh, a little clip of him at a press conference. I guess it was this week. I say I guess it was this week because I haven't seen one in the last year or so, and he's looking a little uh, he's looking a little long in the tooth. Oh yeah, and he's <laughs> he's of course cursing at the media because apparently they were upset that he was talking too long at his press conference, mm. and so he's like he just gets up and walks out, and I'm like, man, that's like you would never see Coach Summit do that. No, no, I don't know, Houston. You have you have more. Coach Summit stories than than uh, than anybody, but 
I think it's safe to say that those two are uh, diametrically opposed to one another. And, and, and I guess that's what makes this game tonight um, so special and, and important. It's about one philosophy against another. And that's why I just want to see, you know, Kelly Harper knows what this game means, <laughs> you know, and uh, I just hope they go out and play hard and, uh, and do well. But um, it's good versus evil in my book. Anyway, hey, I know you're up against it. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. Hour three, back at you next.